Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Today, I want to talk to you about taking care of yourself, self-care, spending time on yourself, actually putting your name down on your calendar to have time with yourself. Now, let's take a look at what is self-care? What does it mean? Well, first of all, I want to tell you what it isn't. Self-care is not synonymous with self-indulgence or being selfish. Self-care means that you're taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy for yourself and for your family, that you can do your job well because you are healthy. You cannot help anyone if you yourself aren't healthy. So self-care is not being selfish. It's something that you truly need to take time to do. Paula Gill Lopez is a PhD, and she's an associate professor in the Department of Psychological and Educational Consultation at Fairfield University in Fairfield, Connecticut. And she says the need for self-care has become more obvious. And that is because, she says, we have an epidemic of anxiety and depression. Everybody is starting to feel it. And how you deal with it can make a difference with whether you have been dealing in self-care and taking time for yourself. So self-care is part of the answer on how you can better cope with daily stressors. Now, self-care includes everything that's related to staying physically healthy. It includes hygiene, nutrition, seeking medical care when you need it. How often have you put off making an appointment for yourself because you had to take your children to the hospital or to the doctor or on a school trip? How often have you neglected something that you needed to do for yourself that was very important? Well, you need to remember that you cannot continue to help people for very long if you are not healthy. So it's all the steps then that an individual can take to make the stressors in his or her life and to take care of his or her own health. Now, once again, what is it? What is self-care? Well, as I think about it, think about what a good mother is like. A good mother is someone who is nurturing and she's warm. She makes you eat good, nutritious foods, right? And you are a good mother. So what do you do? You send your child to bed on time. A good mother will make you brush your teeth, do your homework, And she will also 
send you out to play. Why? To get fresh air and sunshine and to exercise. It's all a part of taking care of your children. That's self-care. So how about if you start thinking of yourself as a good mother to yourself and doing some of those things to take care of yourself? What are the benefits of self-care? Well, we mentioned a little bit earlier. Self-care can prevent burnout. How often have you gotten to the point where you just thought, I just can't go another step. I am exhausted. I am so tired. I just feel worn out. And it also prevents and or relieves depression and anxiety. Judith Belmont is a psychotherapist in uh, Naples, Florida. And she says that without self-care, someone can feel burned out depressed or anxious. And then she goes on and she says that many people also find that their relationships suffer when they don't take time for self-care. And then we have Dr. Shaw who says, taking good care of yourself is crucial for having the physical, mental, and emotional energy to accomplish your goals. Now, these are all goals. These are goals that you may have set for yourself or for your family, but you have to take care of yourself in order to accomplish those things. And this is something he says that I think is very interesting. Just like a car needs regular maintenance to run properly, so do we. Without self-care, we can break down. So, Let me ask you, do you really think you can help someone if you are broken down? You can't. So you are going to have to take care of yourself. Now, I know some of you probably already do, and some of it might include going to get a a mani-pedi. And that's it's nothing wrong with that. That is some time for yourself. It might be just reading a book or going for a walk. But self-care involves so much more than that. And there's so many areas of self-care. Now, let me mention this too. What self-care for me may not be the same way and the same type of thing for you. It's individualized. And of course, it makes a difference based on your, your family makeup. But the bottom line is, you have to spend time doing stuff for you. Okay, let's take a look at areas of self-care. First of all, and this might come to your mind right off the bat, it's physical. And that goes without saying, it's taking care of your body. It's getting enough sleep and exercising and eating the right foods. Now I can say these things because I know that I was lacking in a lot of these areas when we were raising our four kids. There was some times when I thought I was going to meet myself coming or going when, because I was running so much, I was taking one child to a soccer game, picking another one up from a music practice and then taking another one somewhere else. And it's very tiring. And that did not 
count everything else I had to do, the cleaning and the cooking and the washing. And yes, I say that dust will keep and it does keep. But (laughs) that in itself can be a stressor as you watch that pile up. So you need to do something to to spend time taking care of yourself physically and think in terms of those things that you like to do. Mental, for instance, and this is paying attention to your self-talk. If you are sitting around doing something, what's going on in your mind? Are you a negative thinker? Are you thinking what we call stinking thinking, where everything goes wrong. If, you know, it's like, if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Don't be that person. That's not helping yourself. That is not self-care. Self-care is doing things intellectually, doing and thinking things that will help you grow and that will keep you uh, mentally healthy. And then it's emotional care, self-care. And this involves things like not holding on to grudges. Unforgiving spirit doesn't solve anything, but it poisons the soul. So be a forgiving person. And that can be hard. I'm not sitting here saying that any of these things are easy. I know it can be hard. I think you've probably heard me say more than once that there are times when I just felt like I cannot forgive that person. And the only way I can forgive that person is to turn it over to God and ask him to help me. And you know what? He always did. And he still does because I have to take it to him. So emotionally, you also need to avoid toxic people because there are some people that will want to try to bring you down. Even if you are having a great day, you can come out and be all bubbly and say, hey, how you doing? And the thing that come out of their mouth is, oh, it's not such a good day. It's not this, it's not that. Well, you know, If somebody's not having a good day, it's okay to talk to them and to find out and to listen to them, but don't let them pull you down and have you waddling in the same mud that they're in. And then spiritual self-care. And this is all about studying God's word and putting in some quiet time, getting away from it all. And if it's just five minutes here or waiting until after the kids go to bed or getting up a little earlier, whatever works for you is what spiritual self-care is all about. Memorizing scripture, social, and with social self-care, You want to pay particular attention to the people that you're hanging around with. This goes along with what I said about emotional avoiding toxic people, because you want to spend time with like-minded people. Have you ever been with a friend that's really exciting and just sees the positive and everything and, and you all are laughing and joking and you just feel, you know, you, you just say, Hey, this is great. We really enjoy being together. And then the next day you come across another friend that is the one that is 
like a downer and you find yourself thinking, you know, if the sun's out, well, the clouds are covering it right now, so it's not going to stay out long. So remember to be around people who are like-minded. And once again, this is not to say you have to totally reject people. You don't want to reject people, but you want to be alert to the type people you're spending time with and make sure they're like-minded people. And then another thing you have to do is manage your finances. That's another part of have, of taking care of yourself, making sure that you're not being stressed because you've, you've done some of the things that you shouldn't have done with your money, making sure that you're budgeting it, making sure that you are doing the things that fall within your budget, not within somebody else's. So self-care is so important. I can't stress it enough. Um, let me ask you also, as I sit here and I'm talking to you about self-care and about spending time with yourself and by yourself and doing things that you like, think about some of those things that you can do. It doesn't have to cost money even. It can be once you've dropped the kids off from at school, you can just take a walk, whether it's going in the in the park or going to a mall and sitting there and drinking coffee or tea or whatever, and just people watching or picking up your book or maybe you carry a Kindle around with you. And whenever you get some time spending time doing that, I guess what I'm saying to you is it's so very important for parents to do things that they can enjoy and that they can say, this is my time and I need to take care of myself. I am not being selfish because I know parents can do that. Moms can get so wrapped up in making sure everything is squared away for their kids that they fall into bed at night and then the next thing they know they're dragging up in the morning and then going through the same thing and back at night falling into bed. Make sure you take time for yourself because that will make a difference with your parenting also. And remember, you cannot take care of anybody if you yourself are not healthy. Here's something that I want to share in closing. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. And what I want to do is read this in two different translations. The first one is going to be from the um, New King James Version. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Do not be wise eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Now, that exact same passage in the message reads like this. And again, this is Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. 
Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Remember, God cares about absolutely every facet of your life. He wants you to bring your concerns to him. And also remember that he loves your children more than you love your children. And he wants to help you parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.